0: The Super Suns travel to another dimension and get a brand spanking new headquarters. Find out all about it as we take a look at Super Suns Volume 2, Planet of the Capes, straight ahead. Welcome to the Classy Comics Podcast, where we search for the best comics in the universe. From Boise, Idaho, here is your host, Adam Graham. The Super Sons. Originally, uh, they came up with a sort of imaginary stories idea back in the Bronze Age of comics, where Superman and Batman had uh, each had sons that uh, fought crime together and did buddy things, but generally as adult grown up sons. But in the uh, DC rebirth world, Batman and Superman have actual uh, juvenile sons. And so the Super Sun series follows their adventures together. The second volume uh, collects issues six through 10 of the series. Uh, the first up is the four-part "Planet of the Cape story." The Kents are slowly uh, easing John into using his powers and developing his life as Superboy. And uh, his mom is checking to see if he has his cell phone, and they're giving him a 10 o'clock curfew. And uh, John objects to it oh, come on, it's Friday, Damien's dad lets him stay out all night. And Clark says Damien's dad dresses like a baddie and gets hit in the head 28 times every night. So maybe not the best argument. And John replies, uh, okay, fair point, Dad. I just love that. It's just a really funny uh, bit, and it sets the course for what's mostly pretty lot-hearted adventures. John goes out on patrol, and he's joined by Damien for uh, a good part of it. Um where uh Damien is being incredibly intense. He has a really uh not so uh encounter with a jaywalker where he just gets really uh almost dirty hairyish on the guy. Superboy just uh say, you know. Cross at the crosswalk and it'd be safe for your dog. And uh, much of their patrol is spent doing things like rescuing cats from trees. And in one uh, particular scene, John helps Damien change a tire. And uh, then the Teen Titans show up for a mission, Damien, of course, being the head of the Teen Titans. And Damien has no interest in taking uh, John along as Superboy is not a teen and therefore not eligible to join the Teen Titans. And I really do sympathize with Damien on that point, but it might be a bit uh, pedantic when the team needs help. Which uh, does turn out to be the case Uh because they end up facing uh, several little-known supervillains. Adam Master, and chun Lu, uh, But it's Time Commander that confronts them and, in a way to uh, quickly end the battle, uses his powers to age Damien 70 years, which leads the Titans turning to John for help. And, of course, as Superboy, John is more than happy uh, to uh, go and help the Titans. And it's a fun story as... Uh, Uh, The Teen Titans encourage John in the course of this, and it really seems to build his confidence. And he really shows his strength as a secret weapon. Damien is uh, really somewhat limited, and it's, in a way, satisfying to see this character kind. Of to, uh, because he can be so arrogant, uh, to be kind of put in his place for just a little bit. We know he's going to get better. In fact, he gets better by the end of the story as the, uh, supervillains end up melting into goo. And it turns out that they were created by a character named Cracklow, who really was just a, uh, Magician who's been performing at a lot of different shows and things for years. Just a minor, low-key career magician who suddenly turns supervillain-creating uh, monstrous uh, uh, other supervillains to do his bidding. And uh, the Teen Titans take Cracklow away, but... Uh, John and uh, Damien stay behind with, now that the battle's over, Damien delivering some put-downs and trying to make sure that John doesn't develop a big ego, because there's only room for one of those on the Super one- Sun's team. But before he can finish his somewhat senseless put-downs, they are attacked by uh, monsters, and they end up being drawn into another dimension where they are helped out by two other superheroes, actually two uh, superheroines, uh, who are named... Hardline and Big Shot, who are apparently from a planet where there were a lot of superheroes. And uh, there has been some uh, destructions and some villainous actions. And Cracklow helped bring together these uh, superheroes. It turns out Cracklow is using some special clay to create these heroes. And are they real or are they not real? The story takes some good turns. There's some fun actions. It is really fast-paced. It almost reads as if it's written for kids. And I think it can work that way, except there are some language issues that some parents, particularly if you're strict, would have some issues with. Not any what I would call really serious bad language, but there's a minor curse or so you wouldn't normally use in a kid's in a kids book for younger kids but still this is action packed it's a lot of fun and the end of it has got a little bit of inspiration it moves really really quickly it's not like uh, a lot of uh, modern comic books with the decompressed almost cinematic storytelling this one is kind of like a Saturday morning cartoon with a little bit of a surprise ending I enjoyed this uh, pretty well Uh, the final issue in the book, Issue 10, One Fine Day, is kind of a slice of life, a bit of a one-off story. And, uh, it opens with, uh, John's flight being tested and his powers really showing that they're making progress. You get to see the boys having fun together, Batman and Superman, uh, as Clark and Bruce driving around in the front seat, having a laugh together. And it is really fun. And then in the middle of this, we have a two, uh, page intermission of a dark future involving Batman and the Gotham Police Department. And it's probably hinting at something uh, down the road. I know that there is a next uh, crossover is Super Sons of the Future, so it probably ties into that. In the middle of this issue, it's just kind of disconnected from uh, everything. Um, But the Uh, story uh, doesn't end there because it turns out that uh, Damien and John are getting their own undersea base, a place of their own, their own private little headquarters where they can go off to fight crime. And uh, you can reach both Gotham City and Metropolis by an underwater tube. Further, Batman announces that Uh, They will have all class four and under emergency calls rooted down there. And I kind of wonder what would be these lower class emergency calls? Because I'd imagine one would be like a global invasion. What is a class six emergency call? Uh, Somebody uh, left the uh, popcorn in the microwave too long. Uh, But uh, it, it... Anyway, it is cool. The only downside of this is actually for Damien, because uh, Bruce has noticed that uh, Damien is stuck up, arrogant, and angry, and so uh, the Wayne Foundation has made a big contribution to an exclusive private school in Gotham, and so he's going to send Damien there. After all, there is nothing that can cure someone being arrogant and stuck up than sending them to an exclusive private school. It's really a silly idea. And as I mentioned in the Supergirl episode, some things are tried throughout the DC Universe with a similar theme. In the first volume of Supergirl, it was decided to send her to school, but it was a public school. And that made a little bit more sense. And, uh, it's kind of taught as this, you know, this idea, school is magic. You have to be in school in order to build these uh, relationships and to be normal and well adjusted. So of course we have to send our heroes to school. For the record, out of her experience of being in school, Kara has made one sort of friend, and that's a person who she would have met anyway in turning at Catco. So I don't think this is going to do much at all for Davian unless they really stretch things but he's got to be in school in order to enjoy the benefit of this job working in the Super Sons team in the underwater headquarters. And if he gets fired, then he will no longer have that. He'll only be stuck with Teen Totten's Towers. Poor kid. Um, overall, despite the little, uh, misstep here and there, I've continued to find super sons just to be delightful. And I'm really getting a greater sense of John as a character. And he's just such a perfect contrast for Damien because he's taken on so many of the lessons and characteristics of his uh, parents in terms of inspiring hope and trying to do the right thing, and being kind, and easygoing. And it makes a great contrast. It's just this wonderful, odd-couple feel to it. And the adventure uh, in the four-parter is a lot of fun. It is the type of story, like, it takes you back to childhood. Not everything is tied up in a neat bow, and it is really fast-paced for a modern-day comic, but it's enjoyable, it's colorful, and it has a, a nice uh, positive message involved. And I also like this uh, final issue where you really just get to see these characters enjoying themselves and growing in their friendships. So overall, I'll give Super Suns Volume 2, Planet of the Capes, a rating of Classy. Well, that's all for now. If you do have a comment, email it to me, ClassyComicsGuy at gmail.com. Be sure and follow me on Twitter at ClassyComicsGuy and uh, check out the website, ClassyComicsGuy.com. From Boise, Idaho, this is your host, Adam Graham, signing off.